Do you go with the flow? Join us each week as we take one topic from classical Christian education and ask ourselves whether or not we're going with the flow. Well, welcome back to Going with the Flow. I'm Tyler. And I'm Eric. And we are back. Uh, this is our, our first episode after we did our New Year's, not New Year's resolution episode, but kind of our New Year's goal episode. And we got a lot of good feedback about that. A lot of people engaged and kind of thinking about where they're going for a year. Uh, but I, we, I just have, I yeah. have a confession to make. Uh-oh. I haven't actually done all of my goal setting. You haven't done, I actually, I, I haven't I'm, either. I've done, I've done some of it, Yeah. but I didn't finish it. So yeah. I, I feel like I failed. So I, I'm sorry about that. But you did some of it, right? I did some of it. You can't have failed. You I, didn't listen to last week's podcast, Eric. That's true. I, I, if, if you did I, some, some of it. But, I, but I'm committed. End of January. Yes. I, I give myself a to date. the end of January. I have to have them all done by the end of January. Cool. So Not all accomplished, but like all made. All made. Right, right, right. I have to set all of my goals by the end of January. Cool. I got to say, that's uh, those of you who are listening, talk to your kids about this too, especially if you have kids um, in, in the upper school. We... Our, uh, our chapel this year was kind of about goal setting, or this week, I should say, was about goal setting. Um, I've had a few conversations with uh, with my students about this as well, my seniors. Uh, just have some conversations. Ask ask your kids what goals they're setting for the year. You might get some some interesting answers from them. Yeah. So, yeah, be it'll great. be cool. So we're starting a, a series. We we don't know how long this series will be because we have we're sort of formulating it as we go. But but we had Eric had a really great idea, uh, and this this kind of has come out of some discussions that we've been having as a staff at the River Academy about ethos and about what like what we want the school to be, kind of what we're hoping for the school to be. But it's led us down some interesting paths of discussion. Eric, why don't you kind of set up, what are we thinking about right now? Yeah. So we've, we've been talking about uh, school culture and what, what kind of school culture do we want to have? And, um, and you know, it's culture is a lot of things. It's, it's what you feel when you walk in and you walk down the hall. It's what you feel when you open a classroom door and you hear the buzz and the, you know, excitement that's happening in a classroom. You can and tell if it's good or bad, yeah, or if it's can, healthy or yeah, not. You can it's feel like it. It's like the aroma, right? Yeah, you can, it's yeah. like walking into a house and, you know, there's either an aroma of baking fresh bread or there's an aroma of something that's not so Yeah, you can so feel. Tasty. You can feel it. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. a, yeah, you can feel it. You can almost smell it. And so, um, and I think in many ways we have a great school culture here at the River Academy, yeah. but there's also always room for improvement. And so, um, so we've been talking about, okay, how do we improve our culture? How do we improve our ethos uh, here at the River Academy? And one of the things that, that as we, as we have made, we've done several uh, kind of whiteboarding activities where we just do a bunch of brainstorming and put all these thoughts up on white, the whiteboard. And one of the things that's been really fascinating is that when we boil it all down, um, what we want to see in our culture at the River Academy is a culture of other centeredness, a culture of looking out for the other, of mindfulness, of awareness of, of other people, whether it's, you know, mindfulness or respect uh, for your teachers, or whether it's mindfulness or awareness uh, of other students or other adults or people touring the building or whatever. We want to build into our students uh, a, a culture of being aware of other people. And so it's kind of raised a question oh, yeah. in all of our minds. Um, do we have that culture? And if not, why not? Yeah. And, that, and how do we get there even? Too? Yeah, like, and how do we get there? But it, then 
as we've kind of diagnosed, we've said, actually, we don't have an, a culture that's as other-centered as we want it to be, and so why not? And yeah. one of the conversations that I think it has spurred as a staff is that actually this, speaking of going with the flow or going against the flow, this is really an area where we are going against the flow. I think all of us uh, see and feel and perceive that um, as a culture, we are moving away from other-centeredness, from selflessness to selfishness. Absolutely. Um, And so we wanted to pose a question today. Maybe you have heard this, maybe you haven't, but um, the, the younger generation, I think specifically the millennial generation, but I think you could even push it down younger than that, um, has, has been um, kind of renamed or, or kind of a, uh, a, you know, a separate name uh, called Generation Me. Yeah. Uh, generation Me. So we want to pose the question today, is the younger generation really generation me are are the younger is the younger generation more self-centered more about the self yeah um or is that just a myth uh you know is it just a, a perception but not a reality well it seems like this this is the generation that uh we we are always talking about it. I feel like I'm always seeing a story in the news or I'm, I'm reading some article or, or, you know, people are just talking about, well, the millennials, they do this or, uh, the millennials, oh, so millennial, you know, and, 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 and frankly, a lot of them, now that I think about it, they're firing back. Have you heard that? Have you heard the new term that millennials are using, uh, for older people? No. And it just popped into my head, but uh, they're they call them uh, calling them boomers. So it's like such a boomer thing to say. Like even though we've called them like the the baby boomer generation, we yeah. know about that. But it's it has become a pejorative, a negative, and an insult. So when because so many people throw millennial at them with this insulting thought, now it's oh um, boomers. Yeah, boomers. like and it's even it's even more. And there's a good example that uh, I just saw it in the news, but I. It's even been thrown at politicians. Well, you know, you're just boomers, you know, yeah. or or just even just punctuating your sentence with boomer. And um, but you know what's even more funny about that is we were talking about this and and we were trying to remember all the names of the generations. Yeah. Like, uh, in fact, one of the things I just I was just now looking at too is um, we were like, okay, so there's Generation X, Generation Y, Z. Um, so millennials are are actually Generation Y. Um, which I, I didn't recognize. I didn't realize that. Um, Eric, you'd be Generation X. I'm Generation right? X. Yeah. And I I don't know where I am. So maybe I'm just, maybe I'm, maybe I, I'm, I know yep. I'm not X anymore, but I'm probably technically a millennial. Yeah. I'm, I'm right mm-hmm. in there. Um, but I, but I don't feel like it. I feel like the old man that's, that's railing at the, at the millennials as well. Sometimes. That is your nickname here at the, <laughs> the school old man. is the old man. So, uh, yeah, I could, uh, I could see that. I can, uh, I can live with that. But do you know which generation was first called Generation Me or the Me Generation? What was it, Tyler? The Baby Boomers. The Baby Boomers. The ones who are loudest in in railing against these millennials. Yeah, are the Baby the, Boomers the first ones that were called Generation Me? Yeah. Well, you know, in some ways that makes sense because you you have the Baby Boomers who were raised by the Greatest Generation, right? The, you know, the generation that's been called the Greatest Generation, right. and they fought and in World War II. They yeah, World lived, War II. Died, sacrificed. They were, it was everything was about sacrifice, yep. duty. It was all about, you know, you, you get in your, you, you know, you, 
you get in your job at right. General Motors or Ford Motor Company. Oh, and, and I you, will live and, and you, die you, at my I, spot on yep. that on the uh, assembly, assembly line, line. and yep. I'm going to put in my time regardless of whether I like it or not. I'm going to, you know, sacrifice. In fact, I shouldn't, I kind of shouldn't like it is yeah. almost the way that yeah. it's like, yeah. you don't, don't need to like your job. Yeah. And it's all about sacrificing for the other. Right. And so then, and so then you have multiple movements that kind of, are, that arise out of that, which were largely, um, you know, uh, which were largely led by the boomer generation, those who kind of came of age in the 60s and 70s. And so you have the, the rise of the sexual revolution, which is kind of throwing off the, the restraint of, of, uh, of um, you know, being chased. Right. Um, and then you have the, the drug revolution, oh, yeah. which is throwing off the restraint of being self-controlled. Right. Um, you know, and so you have these, and, and, and all of those are a movement toward satisfying the self right um and throwing off external restraints yeah. that are hindering me so it does make sense that yeah. they would be the first generation I, called generation me it's just so funny that we we think you know and and they're talked about this way that we think of, of the baby boomers as uh you know the the conservative ones the ones who are you know now yeah. all all mad yeah. at the these these crazy free thinking liberal millennials um but instead it's it's uh, they were the they first were ones. Those, those they people. were they were yep. the millennials forty the years day. ago. Or oh 50 yeah, years ago. And, and it's interesting to me, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, the irony is that Generation Me raised Generation Me. Exactly. It, it's so funny. It is. It's really. It's so interesting and you, ironic. And you do know we might get hate mail for this. We're going we? to get hate mail for okay. this. Oh yeah. It's, like uh, it's. I'm. I, yeah. I'm ready for that. It's fine. We got. Uh, we got. We got. You know, some criticism for our last episode when we uh, we made fun of passion planners. Yes. And here's the irony: is I made fun of passion planners at the same time that my wife was purchasing one, I, and I just so, started using one this year too. Yeah, so, <laughs> so so that didn't really go well for me. So no. uh, that was a fail. No, uh, it's that was a uh, you know plank in our own eye sort of a situation. So, uh, I'm I'm very ready for people. To, uh, actually, we we want people's we want opinions. The dialogue. Yeah, this yeah. this isn't like oh I'm afraid people will say something. We want to hear what you guys are thinking about this. Where where are um, you, our listeners, on thinking about millennials, thinking about your generation and who you are? Uh, do you fit into the you know, to the box of, of one of these generations. Uh, I was just looking, millennials are, are 81 to 96. So that would be right in yeah. the middle of it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that earlier, the 81 to 86, they feel such like, there's feels like there's such a separation mm -hmm. yeah. between, um, between that. It, the, the loose definition for the millennial is, is you came of age in the 21st century. So you became an adult. And so I did, I mean, early in, in the 21st century, but, but yeah, I became an adult in the 21st century. Um, but uh, yeah, it feels you can feel how I'm resisting being yeah. put being, in with being linked right? to that. Yeah. Well, so let me just put this on the table. Absolutely. Um, and this will basically rope us all into it. Oh yeah. So it's, it's really easy to point the finger at the millennial generation or at the generation below them, the younger generation, right. which would be our children, um, you know, or the kids that we have at the river Academy and say, man, the kids these days, eh, they're just so self-absorbed. They're just so self-focused. Let me, let me pose a personal theory. Uh, so this is not backed by any, you know, federal research or anything like that. <laughs> but I believe that actually, as a culture, we are all becoming generation me. Oh, 100% we are. We are, we are. all becoming self-absorbed. Mm -hmm. So 
we've even got books coming out uh, called The Narcissism Epidemic. Yeah. Uh, which uh, Keith, what I just looked it up, Keith Campbell and Gene Twinge. Twinge, yeah. And, and um, it's talking about um, this rise in narcissism in America. And, and interestingly, narcissism comes from a Greek, from Greek mythology, and it's a character named Narcissus. Yep who spends all of his time looking in his mirror, they yeah. call it Narcissus mirror, mm-hmm. all of his time looking in, in his own mirror because he's so enamored with himself. That he doesn't live Yeah, the, at yeah all. that's the irony yeah. is that he spend, he doesn't live a life because he spends all of his time right. looking at himself in this mirror. Yeah. And so, so you know, we, yeah, it, it, there's this, this growing concern that we're becoming self-absorbed. Right. Well, and when we're talking about things like like the selfie or, or or any of these these things that have which we just need to pause on that yes like like the fact that there's even a word called selfie in the dictionary it, and, yeah, and like, just the, in our lexicon yeah like, right so when I say selfie you all know what I'm talking yeah. about but go but back think about that think about this yeah. like it's basically it's basically me giving myself permission to take permission of or take pictures of who myself self. Myself, uh, and and that's it's we even we even punctuate all events with that, right? Like yeah. it's it's okay now it's time to take our selfie. We like it's time to take a picture of ourselves. Let alone do we go back and look through those pictures yeah. ever? And that's that is I would almost say it's more adults than it is kids. Yeah. And, you know these kids that we would that maybe invented it or came up with the idea, but well, it's it's not. I think it's even funny that you could go onto Amazon. Oh yeah, and type in selfie, a selfie stick, stick, and you could purchase. A selfie stick, which would help you yeah. to do a better job of taking pictures of of guess who? Yeah, you and people me. have died taking selfies. Yes, that's true. Literally yeah. died or wrecked. There's one I remember. There's a museum uh, exhibit that somebody was taking a selfie and was backing up, and he knocked over a bunch of like uh, of, of I was like pillars or columns oh, or something geez. like that. It's crazy. You can find that <sighs> on horrible. YouTube. That'd be embarrassing, right? Um, there's so there's something else you know I lived in Indonesia for a little while I lived uh, there for four years and right as the selfie stick was being invented and so I learned it in a different context and uh, the name that I learned it as at first was uh, called tongsis and so in, in Indonesian that's a contraction of two words tongkat and narcis and tongkat means stick narcis is narcissism and so it it was the narcissism stick is what it was called so next time you go to buy a selfie stick on Amazon, um, just think of it as the narcissism stick. Yeah. Or you're taking narcissisms. Yeah. That's what you're doing is yeah. taking narcissisms. Yeah. Now, I think I, what I don't want to do is point the finger at the younger no. generation or oh, point it is the finger at the much. older generation. I want. I more want to uh, offer a battle cry to all of us yes. to guard against self-absorption. Yeah. You know, the reality is <clears throat> I... I while I think that there are certainly some elements at which we can look at our younger generation, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're talking millennials or whether you're talking kids who are in their teens now and say, yes, there is an element at, at which they are more self-absorbed. Yeah. Honestly, I'm seeing myself become more self-absorbed. Yeah. I'm seeing the older generation become self-absorbed. In yeah. fact, the most likely generation to become um, addicted to Facebook yep. is those who are 60 years and older. It's crazy. So not that looking at Facebook is self-absorption, but not it inherently. is. Yeah, but but it is a, you know, it's it's you with your device. It's right. you with your screen. 
It's and, a relationship that you have with yeah, your screen versus than, necessarily other yeah. people. It can be if yeah. it's not so. Well done. So again, nothing wrong with Facebook. Nothing against that. But it, it's I, I'm just I guess what I want to do is I want to yeah. I want to throw out there for all of us to reflect on: Are we collectively becoming more self-absorbed? Yeah. Are we collectively becoming more me-centered mm-hmm. as a society, as a as a culture? Um, and if so, um, what are the consequences of it? Yeah. And um, and then how do we guard against it? How do right. we as Christians say no? We won't go there. We don't yeah. want to. We don't want to go down that road. It is. It's something that we we I, we're always struggling with. I, I just had to confiscate a student's phone in class today who was browsing through pictures. You know, instead of. But it's. It's something that's we. It's so easy to become distracted by. I mean that that we again we like to throw shade at at the kids, but we as Christians are doing it just as much as anything else. You know we're posting, and honestly, Eric, maybe we need to look at our, our mirror a little bit too. We're posting our opinions <laughs> up here like totally. this. Totally, <laughs> like know? like we actually have something to say, and right. we think we're special enough to be able to speak it's, into the public domain. I know it's it's rough. It's it's a rough thing when you begin to hold that mirror up in a self-reflective way rather than just a self-absorbed a, a self-absorbed way, way yeah. it does which is a great way to think about yeah, it yeah it does the, get a little we, rough we do want to hold the mirror up yeah but we want to want to hold the mirror up in a self yes self-reflective way rather than a self-absorbed way yeah i agree so maybe to to kind of finish out our podcast for today let's look at maybe why this might be happening as yeah. a culture why why might we be becoming more self-absorbed, more self-centered. Um, and then next week in our podcast, we'll offer some, maybe some anecdotes yes. of things that that I can do, you know, myself mm-hmm. to keep myself from self-absorption, but then things that we can do with our children yeah. to help our children yeah. become less less self-absorbed. So, so let me just throw out a few things that I think are factors. Um, and again, I'm not an expert. I've, I've done... I, I have done a, a bit of reading and research on it, but I, I would by no means call myself an expert. Um, so, but here's here's just a few things that I think are factors. Okay, number one, I do think that um, I do think that things like the the uh, sexual revolution and uh, and the drug uh, revolution of the '60s and '70s was kind of an open door to focus on the self. Um, and then, um, and then, not that I, uh, not that we want to zero in on um, any one thing, but I actually do believe that the rise of personal computers, which then led, uh, you know, opened the door to the internet, uh, really gave yeah. rise to a new era, the te- you know, the tech revolution, which then opened up uh, the door for us to 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 um, become more uh, self-absorbed, to become yeah. more self-focused. And here's what I mean by this. Well, okay, let me back up too. I think there's other factors. Um, I think uh, I once heard uh, somebody say that the, um, that the invention of the garage was the worst thing that ever happened uh, in America. Why? Because when you, you would go, you would leave for work, you would open your garage, leave for work and close your garage. And then you would return home, drive into your garage and close it and never have to get out and see your neighbors. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think that's an interesting, I think <laughs> that's an interesting, interesting dynamic that, that, you know, that could be yeah. a, 
you know, we, we started getting inside of our house. You know, I've also heard people say the same thing about air conditioning. When we oh. stopped having to go outside to cool um, off or whatever, to yeah. cool off, um, it, it enabled us to become yeah. more self-focused, self-centered. Well, and we, we lament the, you know, uh, I, I can't lock my doors anymore. You know, I, yeah. I can't, uh, or even I can't let my kids play outside right. as much anymore because yeah. it's not safe. I mean, there's a lot of... The it, irony about that is that it actually statistically was uh, less safe yeah. when I grew up than yeah. it is now. But oh, yeah. that's a side note. But, but here's some other things that I think have happened. Okay, so... so um, uh, this is so. My generation is the is the first generation to grow up with with drive through food fast food oh. as the norm, and so um, so. And I remember that you know getting McDonald's was like was like this special treat, oh, yeah. you know. But then it became the norm, like mm-hmm. like when you need to get food. You just go to McDonald's and you just home. and yep. you just speak into this little microphone, and then five minutes later, out pops yeah. your food. Whereas Whereas, how much time does it take to cook a home-cooked meal at home? Yeah. Well, it's like 30, 40 minutes, yep. you know? Um, uh, at I, least, I don't have time. I don't, at I, least before yeah. the microwave, Right, of yeah, right, right. Um, you know, so so it's like it, we, we become more selfish because we can get things quicker, right? I can get my McDonald's in five minutes rather than 40 minutes by cooking a home-cooked meal. Right. But then, but then you have this... But then advertisements start to play on this. And you have Burger King whose slogan is your way right away. Yep. Okay, let's just pause and think about that. Like from a biblical perspective, your way right away. Instant there is gratification. nothing about that slogan no. that is biblical. No. Right? Like you getting what you want immediately when you want it. Right. That's like, that's like saying, hey, two-year-old, um, oh. don't worry. Everything that you ever want, you can get whenever you want it. You know, right. there's just nothing about that that fits with the biblical paradigm. Um, so I think other things like like um, Amazon, which I, um, I, which I love and I utilize totally. on a regular basis. But like I I know that I'm guaranteed I can get whatever I want in the universe. Yep. Within two days. Yep. And if we were in Seattle, you know, we're in Central Washington. They got to drive over the mountains yeah. to get to us. Yeah. It's it's same day, same it may day be delivery. within hours. Yeah. Same day delivery in Seattle. Like whatever I want within hours. Like um that is awesome. Yeah. I love the vision of that. I yeah. love the entrepreneurship the of that, the creativity, yeah. the, the 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 free market economy of that. It's yeah. awesome. Love it. But um but it doesn't help me to become no, less self-absorbed, right? Because no. I just think, well, I can get whatever I want whenever I, I want. I it. need that right now. I need it now. Yeah. So I can get it, you know? And so yep. I, I think that these are all factors. I even think of YouTube. So the, the slogan for YouTube is broadcast yourself. Yourself. Broadcast yourself. Yep. Okay. I'm already self-absorbed. I don't need help to be more self-absorbed. Yeah. You yep. know, like, yeah, totally. I want to broadcast myself because I want to be special. Right. I want everybody to know I'm special. Absolutely. Um, these things feed my ego. These things feed my self-absorption. You know, Facebook, Facebook slogan is it's free and always will be. Actually, right. they've changed it now to it's quick and easy. But Is that both, not what it is? They, they've, they, they changed it on the sly, actually. I feel like that's, it sounds like a burger joint. Like I know, That sounds I like know, I know. McDonald's yeah. or something. It's quick and easy. What? That's kind of lame. But anyways, um, and 
Sorry, that's I shouldn't a, say that. No, it's they're that's a lot a, smarter than I am. That's but, a bad slogan. I'm <laughs> nope. I'm saying it. Zuckerberg fixed something. Uh, so, but it's but in any case, it still talks about yeah. You, it's it's free and always will be. In other yeah. words, it's entitlement. Yeah. The the slogan to the to the narcissism epidemic book is living in the age yeah. of entitlement. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's all of these factors which are feeding our selfish right. our selfish nature. So so I mean when I back up and I look at the whole situation, I think we are we are selfish from birth, mm-hmm. but. But we are now living in a society where where selfishness is rewarded yep. rather than punished. Right. And it's encouraged. It's rewarded rather than punished. It's yep. encouraged. Like like actually being selfish right. is the thing to do. Right. It's like like be yourself, man. Just yeah. be yourself. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm all about figuring out who, who you, you are, are yep. who God created you to be. Right. But like but but, but is it to the glorification of God or is it to, to for glorification the glorification of self? Of self, totally. Right. And and again, this is this is hear me say, I am as guilty of this as Absolutely. any generation, as any high schooler. Mm-hmm. Like I feed my own selfishness as bad as oh, anybody. Yeah. So so I, what I'm doing is I'm more saying help right. people help. Like we all we all need to yeah. get on the bandwagon together and say let's collectively yeah. as the body of Christ. Let's cultivate a, a society and a culture of yeah. other-centeredness, of of selflessness right. rather than selfishness. Right. And let's look at ways that we can guard ourselves against it. Um, and, and living living for others rather than living for self. Yeah, that's, totally. that's the big thing. Um, this is uh, so the same author who wrote Narcissism Epidemic also wrote a book called Generation Me. And here's the here's the the subtitle. Why today's young Americans are more confident, assertive, entitled, and more miserable than ever before. Very interesting. I I, I actually only looked at the title of Generation, Generation Me Revised and Updated. I did not see. Oh, and the through confident and assertive entitled. I did not see the miserable. Yeah, uh, more before. miserable yeah. than ever. Mm. And so here's the interesting thing. Is, is our self-absorption. Yeah. Is our focus on ourselves making us more happy? Hmm. Statistically, no. Right. We have the highest rates of depression mm-hmm. and anxiety in America that we've ever had yep. in the history of our of our society. So 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 depression rates, anxiety rates, suicide rates, sadly, right. uh, suicide rates. So we have the first we we live. My generation is the first generation where our birth, where our our expe- life expectancy is less than Oof. the generation before us. Why? Because of rising suicide rates. Yeah, it's the sole factor. And that it's it's something that's you know unfortunately on our minds as as educators far too often. The number of conversations that we have had to have in different capacities of. Um, seeing signs of, of kids who are yep. at risk or, or yep. things like that where I'm like, I'm talking about 12 to 16-year-olds contemplating self-harm or suicide yeah. at, at an alarming rate. And these are and these are Christian kids yep. oh, yeah. coming In, from Christian homes yep. where their parents are happily married or, right. or working right. at being right. happily married. Yeah. And they're struggling and they're mm-hmm. having these thoughts. Um, you know, maybe let's close with, with 
Uh, let me maybe not on that happy note right no, there. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, well, I'm going to close on one unhappy note, and then I'm going to close on one happy note. So, um, so did you know that um, that the most at-risk group in America for uh, for depression and anxiety is not the poorest of the poor? I you you that's not what you let think. Me, you think me, that would be it? Let me read you a quote. Um, America's newly identified at-risk group is preteens and teens from affluent, well-educated families. In spite of their economic and social advantages, children of affluence experience among the highest rates of depression, substance abuse, anxiety disorders, somatic complaints, and unhappiness of any group of children in this country. 22% of adolescent girls from financially comfortable families suffer from clinical depression. Let me read that again. 22% of adolescent girls from financially comfortable families suffer from clinical depression. This is three times the national rate of depression for adolescent girls. Uh, that's uh, from Madeline Levine, The Price of Privilege. It's so a shocking statistic. It's a shocking statistic. 22%, a quarter of girls from 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 financially affluent uh, uh, families suffer from yeah. from these depression and anxiety disorders. So, um, I think that actually the affluence yeah. of America has something to do with with our self absorption, and then our self absorption has something to do with the fact that we are becoming less and less happy right. as a society. And I want to close with a quote from Booker T. Washington. So Booker T. Washington was a was a black leader at a time when being a black leader was mm -hmm. really, really, really unpopular uh, back in the 1800s. Yeah. He was the, uh, he was the, the- uh, In the, the South, I believe. It was in the still, South. He, he, he was the, the head South. of, I, I think he started yeah. Tuskegee Institute mm -hmm. and then led it for a while. Right. Eventually became an advisor to many of our, of the United States presidents right. as a black man, which was unheard of. Shocking, yeah. But he has a quote uh, from his, uh, from his book, um, uh, oh, what was his? Up From uh, Slavery. Oh, Up From Slavery, yep. yes. Uh, so this is his quote, the happiest people on earth are those who do the most for others. The most miserable are those who do the least. Yeah. And I think that's where we're going to pick up next week. I agree. Is how do we how do we cultivate a culture of other centeredness? Yeah. In ourselves and in our children. I love it. As so, always, you guys know where to find us. Let us know. Like we I this is maybe more than almost any of the other series we've done or will If you do. hate what we said today, we want to hear it. We we're okay yeah. with hate mail. And and we also want like a lot, we're still like, like I said, kind of putting together this series. What do you need to hear? What questions do you have, or what thoughts do you have? What input do you have that we should consider as we're putting all of this together? I've, I've even, as we've been talking, I've been jotting down some notes and thinking, oh, we need to talk about this or this. Uh, so let us know. Find us on Facebook. Uh, we're at the, we're at the River Academy. Um, you can find us on Facebook there or at theriveracademy.org. Um, but and we would definitely like to hear your input. So last question: Are yeah. we going with the flow? I think we're starting to run against it right yes, now. Yes, and yeah. I'm happily doing so. I, I love that we're doing that. I think, yeah, this is something so important for yeah. us. Well, have a great week. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening to Going With The Flow, a River Academy podcast. Follow us on Facebook at The River Academy and find us online at www.theriveracademy.org. Also, 
rate and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. 